evening, guys. Can you hear me? All right, we still got the background. All right, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Home Health Contract Show. And uh, this is your host, Bert Devera, physical therapist. And tonight we have a very special guest, guys. You're in for a good treat tonight because I'm interviewing a couple of my students, a couple of uh, therapists who started their own business not long ago, about three weeks ago, and I'm going to share with you their story, okay? So if you're new to this show, this is the uh, Monday Home Health Contract Show here inside the Alternative Healthcare Career Group. Again, this is your host, Bert Devera, physical therapist. Been a therapist since 1998. This is my 22nd year as a PT. I was an employee, mo like most of therapists, first six years of my career from 98 to 2003, and then started my own business in mid-2003. It's been 17 years now. I've been doing the home health contract business for the past 17 years, and I've been coaching other therapists how to do it from the ground up for the past couple of years. And tonight, I will share with you the story of a couple of my students, like I said, and I will share with you how they did it. So welcome to your home health contract show. And I just want to thank Mike um, Chua and Emma Shapiro for putting this together. Thank you for the opportunity to make this show happen. Thank you to Jennifer, who is in the background. She's also a physical therapist who's helping us out to make sure everything runs smooth. Okay. So if you're joining us live on uh, Facebook, Inside Alternative Healthcare Career Group, please, please feel free to comment, ask any questions, or if you're joining us live on the YouTube live feed, please feel free to ask any questions because tonight is your chance to learn how a home health contract business works, okay? And you can always ask me anything. And if you need to know how this works and you want to know the, you know, how the videos um, works and how, how you can grab these videos, go to rehabpreneur.com forward slash Mike Chua, okay? I have three videos in there. There's four videos where you can see how it works, there's a case study. There's um, a video on how you can execute even if you don't quit your job, even if you, you're working PRN or even if you're a solopreneur. Whether you're doing cash base or Medicare or wellness, you can add this into your business and you don't have to dive in, you know, um, 100%. You don't have, I'm not asking you to quit your job. You can do this on the side, guys. All right. So tonight, um, like I said, I have a couple of guests. They're both from California, husband and wife. And they approached me about, I'd say, four weeks ago, about no, about three weeks ago. And um, all of a sudden, they asked if, um, if they can do this business and if I can coach them. And because they saw me in one of the Google ads that I have about this business model. So I interviewed them. I spoke to them. Make the story short. They did it. And like I said, in three weeks, they landed their first contract. So tonight, guys, you're going to hear their story. I want to welcome Armand and Patrice Watson from California in the show. Come on in, guys. Hey. How y'all doing? Hey. How you guys doing? Oh, we, we are doing, doing fabulous. <laughs> awesome. So excited to have you guys tonight in the show. And thank you very much for joining me tonight because I'm sure we have a lot of colleagues who want to hear your story. Yes. All right. Like I said in our conversation, not a lot of therapists are into business. We as therapists, we were somehow trained to be workers. We were trained to be employees. Right. We went to school. 
We got our license and guess what? The first thing we did was what? Find a job, yeah. right? So very seldom, I would say in my opinion, about 5% of therapists are entrepreneurs. 95% are still working for someone else. And that's okay. If, if you're a therapist and that's your plan, if you want to be an employee, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that if you have that itch, okay, in your heart, in your head, you have that itch to start a business and you just don't know what to do, you don't know where to start, this is a good place to start because this is where we can show you at least one of the models out there, the home health contract model and how you can start it without quitting your job, without diving in 100%, and with a very little investment, you can start it on the side. You guys agree? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, so um, we're going to go ahead and, and start. What's going to happen is the first 30 minutes of our show, we're going to keep going, and then we have a break in between, and then after that, we're going to open the show for uh, Q&A. Is that okay? Excellent. All right, so Armand and Patrice Watson from California, Tell us your background story. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to talk about our background story. Our story, we went to high school together, right? High school seed arts, yeah. Well, no. But we really didn't get connected until our, one of our reunions. And I was a massage therapist at the time. My wife was just graduating from University of Michigan Health Policy, Health Policy Studies. Um, we got married, brought her out to California because we're both from Michigan, Michiganders. And we came out. And one of the things that we knew, know about, she had always talked about our business, a business that she wanted. She had the name. And it was just a matter of doing. And at the time, she was looking into physical therapy. I had applied for a physical therapy assistant program at Loma Linda, and um, she happened to be walking on campus, and an OT <laughs> department found her and was like, oh, my God, you need to be here, right? So she went into OT, fell in love with it after she found out more about it, and her program, you know, those programs are three years. Mine was only uh, a year and a half, so I was done first. And I went right into home health because I knew what I wanted to do. Because for one, that was the most lucrative. And that was the, the area that we both liked because it allowed us to be able to be a little bit more in control. Now, we did know we wanted the business. And we did, after I started working in home health, she liked it too. She's like, wow, we can run a, our own home health agency. Mm. Okay, so... Time went by. I was working home health. She got out of school. She got her license. And I was still working. And she jumped right into it. I mean, from the day she got her, her license, I mean, it was like, boom. She was working two days later. And so we went on working. And that helped us learn more about the business itself. We already knew how to do our jobs. That was easy for us as clinicians. But being able to understand the business end of it, that's what we were missing. And we had been looking for that for a long time. And gotcha. my wife was always like, you know, we need to run our own business. We were, I'm like, okay, I mean, I want to. <laughs> okay, but, you know, and I had businesses before in the mortgage industry. And it's oh, a lot of work being on your own. And so I had also, um, we talked about Robert Kiyosaki's yeah. cash flow quadrant. 
right. employees, self self-employed. We wanted to be on the right side of that quadrant. Right. And so getting there is the biggest challenge because there's not enough people out there like you that will help us mm. get to where we need because you can do all the research in the world. But when you actually do it, you find out that a lot of people quit because they find out how much time is involved in researching and how much money it costs. Right. You know, start a business and you think about most businesses fail within the first two years. Right. You know, a lot of people don't. And some people are not ready. I mean, as, as much as we wish that we had been able to start soon, you know what? We believe everything would have happened as it, as it did. And it, and it did when we found you. So that was where our story began. And how we found you is my wife called me. I'm at work. I'm driving. going to see my patient. She's going, babe, we got to do this business. We have to have our assets, baby. This is what you do. You need to go online and you need to find us a mentor, somebody that's going to help us do this business. Because we did. I said, I don't have the time. I'm working. I'm working, you know, and I come home, I'm tired. I, I'm not trying to, that says you have that ability to go ahead and go, to go just find it. And I, I thought it was amazing because she called me back in like 25 minutes. I found you. <laughs> <laughs> how, all right, Patrice, your turn. How did you, how did you find me? And, and, uh, you know, tell us your, your, your little bit more about your background. I, I know Armand shared your background, but I'm sure you got something to share with us. Right. Well, um, you know, as he said, I went to U of M. I was living in Michigan and um, I have been an entrepreneur prior to that. Uh, done a lot of things in the past, even medical billing and whatnot. But anyway, I started on the mission that I needed to, I wanted something more, something a lot more. And I uh, worked for nurses and everything, but the nurses wanted to be, me to be a nurse. And, and so um, that really wasn't, I didn't feel, I wasn't feeling that. But um, when I went to U of M, I knew that I wanted to do rehab. Um, and just through, you know, my, um, my counselor helping me and, and I knew that, okay. And plus because of my, uh, background too, my son was born with a lot of problems when he was a baby and, um, unexpectedly. And so I'm sorry. And so we had to, I was kind of forced into being, uh, I didn't know it then, but I was an OT mom and I didn't know it. Um, but, um. Long story, but wonderful story. And so that was starting, that kind of started my path onto occupational therapy and knowing that I wanted to, to help eradicate illnesses and help, you know, do whatever I could do to help that person get back functionality. So got to California, I uh, was blessed to go to Loma Linda University. It was just kind of a, you know, um, instant, almost instant. It was my first application to any, you know, to school, so OT school. And so I got right in and um, I knew though back uh, in Michigan that I wanted to be an entrepreneur with this in rehab. So I didn't know how, I didn't have the know-how. Um, just thinking, well, I don't want to give, you know, other companies, I don't want to keep working for other companies and making mm -hmm. money for them. Mm -hmm. I want to make money for me. Right. <laughs> So, you know, that was, but I still didn't have, didn't have the know-how. I was even approached uh, by one of my uh, patients to, to give a contract, give him a contract because he had a, he has a home health agency, okay. but I didn't know. And that was a year ago. And, and I kept coming up with contracts and it was like, um, Patrice, he had said, this, what is this? This is not a contract. <laughs> 
and I didn't have a setup of how I would even um, maximize uh, being a business owner, you know, just doing everything on my own and making, oh, I'll just make all the dollars, all the, you know, the gross amount that um, they're paying to the agency. So um, I just, finding you was just a true blessing. So how did you find me? I found you. Um, and Google? I'm terrible. Yeah, Google. Yeah. <laughs> I went to any home health or, you know, a business that where I could start uh, doing, you know, an OT business. Right. And uh, so I just, it just came across that it was a blessing. That's okay. all I Great. Well, thank you, Google, for leading me to husband and wife Armand and Pat Patrice. <laughs> so that's that's a great story, guys. So as far as uh, your experience, if we combine your experience, like, like how many years you've been a PTA Armand and how many years you've been an OT Patrice, what, what are we looking at? Mm -hmm. How many years? About five years. Maybe four. Maybe three, four. Five. Okay. All right. Cool. So um, the next question I'm going to ask you is, is this. When you were searching for a certain type of business, was there a certain criteria that you were trying to follow? I mean, why home health? Uh, what are you looking for in, and why me? I want to hear your story. Um, the biggest thing, we were thinking brick and mortar. Okay. Um, that's really kind of what we wanted. But the okay. more we thought about the plan and creating a business or in reference to a brick and mortar, like an outpatient, we really wanted something, you know, that was, that would, the concept is great, but it would take an awful lot of money, which we, you know, don't have that kind of money. And then you think about that type of financing, you know, it was very difficult, but what really gravitated both of us to you was the business model was sound. Mm -hmm. It was perfect for what we needed. You don't need a business loan. You don't have to go through banks. You don't have to be, we can still start our business with what we're already doing. We're doing it exactly. Yes, We're exactly. doing it right now. And most of us that are in this career, we can do it, but we're doing it right now. Every day, we're doing our job. All we need is to make a decision to be a business owner and no longer an employee. Right. We're owning our job as being self-employed. Right. Let me add real quick on that because I want to I wanna clarify or make it clear to our listeners. What does Armand mean when he said we're doing it right now? Okay. This is what he means, all right? Most therapists, whether you're a PT like me or a PTA or OT or CODA or SLP, most of us have experience doing PRN work, right? So we either did PRN work at a SNF, hospital, outpatient, or home health, okay? Okay, I'm going to tackle two, two questions here. Number one question I get is, hey, Bert, do you have to have a home health experience in order to do this? My answer is no. You can learn as you go, and as far as your skills, you already have it. We are trained as clinicians, okay? If you can treat a patient in an outpatient, in a hospital setting, in a SNF setting, you can treat a patient in a home health setting, okay? The location should not dictate 
your skills as a clinician. That's right. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you tell me that you're only going to be a great clinician if you're inside a hospital, I'm going to tell you right now, you're a lousy therapist <laughs> because you're, you're, you're letting the building dictate your skills. Yeah. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like a stroke, total knee, total hip fracture, you know what to do regardless of where the patient is. Right. The only difference in the home setting is you got to know if they can get in and out of the bathroom safely. You got to know in case of fire, can they get out of the house safely? And are there any people in the house that can help them out? The rest, it's the same. You agree? Yes, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. So this is why it should not be a barrier for any therapist to do this business on the side. Not unless you just don't want to do home health. I mean, there's nothing we can do with that. I mean, with home health, it's either you like it or you don't. And the reason sometimes is because of these myths that we've been hearing on the side. Oh, you don't learn anything in home health. Excuse me? You don't learn anything in home health? Hello. The diagnosis didn't change. The plan of care does not change. Your skills as a clinician is not going to change. Okay? If anything, you force yourself to learn more in home health because now you're on your toes. Okay? You got to know what's going on. You got to read the chart. You got to do some reading. What Whatever is the newest um, evidence-based you know, treatment for this case. You got to communicate with other clinicians, nurses, doctors, you name it. All right. So if you use it as an excuse not to go home health because you you, you fear you're not going to learn something, I beg to differ. Mm -hmm. You are going to learn something and you will learn how to be more independent. Mm -hmm. And isn't that what we teach as therapists? Absolutely. To be independent. Yeah. Right. So that's one. Okay. The second point is this. They always ask me, hey, Bert, can I start this on the side, which was your point earlier? Okay, can I start this on the side or do I need a lot of money? Okay, like Arman said, we're already doing this. Okay, what he meant by that, we're already doing this, is you're, if you're doing this as an individual, you're still trading your time for money, right? What we do with a home health contract business is we restructure that. Instead of doing it as an individual, Let's look at this pen. Let's say this is you as an individual, right? Instead of doing it as an individual, as, as thin as this, you are now going to do it this big. This bottle represents a company. Like the water inside is your team. All right? This is not an ad for Fiji because they're not paying me. So, <laughs> so what I mean by that is if you're doing it as an individual, like this pen, for example, then you're trading your time for money. You're getting paid for what you do, right? But if you do it as a company, you have more than one, two, uh, three, three people in your company. Guess what? You are multiplying your ability to see more patients, to touch more lives, to improve more lives, and getting paid as a company. And therefore, you can make a profit. And last week, I believe I was talking about the importance of profit. If you don't make a profit, you don't have a business. You have a hobby. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with making a profit if you're doing what you're supposed to do as a therapist. Because I emphasize this really, really, really strongly. We are clinicians first. This is what we sign up for, right? We're clinicians first. We, we serve our clients. We find fulfillment when we see our patients' quality of life change and improve for the better. 
right? But that doesn't mean we are not supposed to make a profit, okay? Because even the employers you work for, whether you're employed right now somewhere, guess what? They have to make a profit in order to keep you. Because by the time they stop making a profit, guess what? What's the famous two words? You're fired. <laughs> right? They have to make a profit. Otherwise, they cannot keep you. All right? So what Armand and, and Patrice was saying is, if you restructure your um, individual PRN work, into a company PRN work where you have people working for you, you are now moving from a self-employed quadrant into a business quadrant where you have others working for you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. All right. So before we go into a quick break, I want you guys to tell me real quick, um, what was holding you back in starting a business before you found me? before you decided to do this? Because I'm pretty sure this is the most, you know, hindering factor in, with most therapists. There's something that's holding us back, right? This is why you see 95% of therapists are, are working for someone. And I'm pretty sure they can relate with whatever is holding you back. So tell us real quick, what was holding you back before you pulled the trigger to start your own business? Well, two things for me, and I, I could probably speak for him but um, as well, but uh, number one was the know-how, not, okay. not being able to put the structure together of how to be profitable. Um, and then two was the uh, finances, too. Finances was a big thing for us, too. So. Gotcha. Fair enough. What about you, Armand? Well, definitely finances. As I mentioned before, we were thinking brick and mortar. But what I really loved about what we found with what your business model is, it just focused in on what we, just what we need to do to make that happen. I mean, that's like a clear roadmap, a path. If you want to be successful, do this. But nine times out of 10, what do we fail to do? Read the book, follow the instructions, right? Especially men, right? We don't we don't read the manuals. Everyone's looking for the easy route, the easy route. But right. when you have a, a, a proven system, all you have to do is follow it. You don't have to reinvent. You, know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. I mean, your course is idiot proof. It's, it's a no brainer. No brainer, man. I mean, you know, it was like, we have to do this. We have to. I mean, the only ones we will be hurting would be ourselves. I mean, yeah. we have two children that's in school right now. Right. To what we're doing. Yeah. That's part How of old are they? Business. 22 and 21. 21. And they're both in the, is it PTA school or? Yes. They're both uh, in OTA, OTA I'm school. Sorry. They'll OTA. be graduating next year. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, guys. You're, you're building something. For the future of their family, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And thank you for the kind words. I appreciate that. So, um, and <laughs> and that's what I've been preaching, actually. You know, so you know, if if you're someone who's thinking of working with me, and you ask yourself, why will I work with Bert? Mm -hmm. And I have two answers for you. Number one, 
I've been a PT for 22 years now, since 1998. I, I know I don't look like that old, thank you. <laughs> Patting myself in the back. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I just had to say that, right? <laughs> now, uh, 22 years as a physical therapist, and then 17 years in doing this business. What I told Armand and Patrice and most of my students, guys, you are getting me because I'm going to help you speed this up. Speed of execution is important. Okay. If it's going to take you a year or two before you become profitable, I personally, I'm not going to go for that. To me, that's too long of a wait. Okay. If you tell me, hey, Bert, you're going to grind it out for a year or two before you start making money. Uh-uh. I'm gone. I'm not going to go there. All right? But if you tell me, hey, in a few months or the first contract you get, you start getting referrals, you make money on every referral where you have a medical necessity and your team sees the patient and they're bringing money, you pay them, they're happy, you're happy, you're making a profit. Okay? Mm-hmm. Guys, I didn't have a coach way back in 2003. I figured this out on my own, went through a lot of trial and error and, um, you know, went through the fire. And what I'm teaching you and my other students in the program is how to avoid those mistakes and how to execute fast, like I said. And talking about executing fast, right after the break, guys, don't go anywhere. I'm going to share with you, actually, Armand and Patrice, is going to share with you how they landed a contract in three weeks. Talk about fast. All right. Three weeks. All right. So with that said, um, we're going to go into a short break. And for everyone that's joining us tonight, please don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear this. How in the world did Armand and Patrice get their first home health contract in three weeks? We'll see you in a bit. HelloNote is a truly therapist-friendly practice management solution with integrated EMR that will enhance workflow, efficiency, and patient care. HelloNote reduces error and allows you to spend more time with your patients. It comes integrated with billing. Claims are generated once the note is completed. You can bill with one click and a patient portal, which streamlines the patient intake process. Beautifully engineered and cloud-based for easy accessibility, the software works on all platforms. You can access patient records from anywhere. We also offer 24-7 support. HelloNote is the practice management solution that you're looking for. All right. That was a quick break indeed, right? We are back. All right. So we're going to go into the nitty-gritty of of this interview. And I'm pretty sure a lot of our colleagues are waiting to hear this. How in the world did you get a contract in three weeks? So if you can kind of share with us your story in a concise way, week one, week two, week three, and what happened. And that way, our, our viewers, our colleagues can learn about how it happened. All right. Okay. So week one, we got off the phone with you and we started going through the modules. We went through the modules in about four days. And each day while going through the modules, we both took notes. And after each section of modules, we implemented exactly what you told us to do. Okay. 
by the end of four days, we had the website, we had our phone number, we had already ordered the corporation paperwork, everything just went like dominoes. We okay. had a checklist of everything. We had a checklist of everything, and that's what we did. And I think that's when we had um, boxed you to let you know exactly where we were because um, with us already doing our business, it was already easy to start implementing and finding the various resources that we could take advantage of to get our business going. Like I said, we're already doing it. We already have the relationships. It's just changing our focus from an individual point of view into a business model. Working together helped an awful lot. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Patrice, you want to add something to that? Um, we just, we were hungry for it. If you're mm -hmm. hungry for this, you can make this happen like, like that. Mm -hmm. But you have to have the hunger for, I don't want to work for someone else. I want to be take my efforts and I want residual income from all my efforts. And I knew that that was what this brought. And I stayed focused and followed the checklist that you provided each step. And we went to town, um, which anybody can do. Anyone can do. And I work. I work full time in home health, too. So I made time. I, you know, when I got home, this is what I did. I was tired. It's all get out. <laughs> but I came home, you know, after a long day of being out in the field and, um, and and implemented everything that you said to do. So that's that's I feel that that is exactly what helped us uh, get to the point that we we got so fast. Week two. OK. Therese was working with a patient and she had to contact a home health agency in regard to the frequency of, um, uh, of the plan of care. And while she was talking to the home health agency, care coordinator. the care coordinator, she happened to ask her, you know, I have my own business and we actually have professionals. And do you guys have to, do you need any professionals or you need any, skilled you know, therapist. skilled therapists? Mm -hmm. What was the yeah. answer? She said, oh, Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, and uh, when she said, she said, this sounds really interesting. You, you know, she wanted to know, to know more about us and our business. And, and I told her and she says, well, you know what? I'm going to connect you to the owner because she was a care coordinator. She is the care coordinator. And so she wanted to connect us to the owner. And um, she says, uh, I'll have I'll call you back today. And I said, wow. <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, and they did. They called back and they arranged a time. We, I arranged a time where we can come down and meet them and do all the great things that you told us to do, <laughs> um, woo them and whatnot. But it, it was, it, it, I, I was nervous, but it was so much easier than what I thought. Mm -hmm. Just to reach out and just simply ask. So we set up the appointment week three, right? <laughs> we go in. We brought goodies, <laughs> went in, sat down with the owner and told her what we were about. She was very receptive. It was very quick. And you're right. They are very busy. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a great meeting. But four days later, contract came in. 
Yes. <laughs> that is awesome, guys. So they signed a contract. In a matter of three weeks, you got your first um, home health contract client. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I just want to add something on what you said earlier, guys. Um, Patrice, you mentioned something about hunger, right? Hunger to make it happen. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of therapists out there, our colleagues, that probably don't know whether they have this hunger or not. But I translate hunger into much more of a pain, okay? Uh Uh What is your pain that makes you want to see a change in your career? I'm going to name some, all right? Here are some of the pains that we have. Mm -hmm. Productivities, right? Too much paperwork. That's right. Not feeling appreciated at work. Not enough pay. Being sent home when there's not enough patients or being forced to use your PTO. Right. right. Or just being plainly tired of doing this because you've you've done your time. You've done this for so many years. And now you're looking for some exit point. But for some reason, you can't find one. Mm -hmm. And this is why some of us look into business finding something to find to find an exit point, right? right? Right. And that's exactly what happened to me, guys, way back in 2003. I think I shared this with you. Mm-hmm. I was working for 21 days straight because they couldn't find a PT to replace me. 21 days, okay? On my third week, I was crying while driving home because I have no time for my family. Our daughter was three years old at that time. We were pregnant with our second child. And guess what? My wife was waiting for an intelligent conversation when I get home. That didn't happen because I was so freaking tired. I have to catch up with paperwork to be ready for tomorrow. It was not a life that I want. That was my pain. Okay. So if you're listening to us tonight, I'm pretty sure you have some sort of pain, right? And if you can relate to what I just told you, what happened was I told my wife, look, something's got to change. If you let me start my own business, give me at least three to six months. If if it doesn't work out, I'm always going to be able to find a job. I still have my license. And with her blessings, I did it. We did it as a couple. And the rest is history. It's been 17 years now. Okay. So you pointed out the hunger. You reminded me of this tennis coach in the university we have here, Texas A&M University. His name is Coach Steve. I play tennis. And uh, in the university, you always find this, this sign, this billboard across almost every tennis facility. It says, the hungry dog always finds the bone. And that reminded me of that. Okay, so it really depends on how bad you want it. Guys, if you're listening to us tonight, how bad do you want to get out of your situation? Okay, if you really want it bad, as if your head is underwater and you just want to breathe, then you're ready. You're ready to look for something. But if you don't want it that bad then you're wishy-washy with things, guess what? You're not going to make any change. All right. 
And the problem is most therapists are looking for change, wanting to have a change, but they're not, they're not doing anything. No action. Okay. And what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing again and again and expecting for something to change. That's insane. Right. Can't do that. All right. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing with us how you guys, you know, decided to do this and make it happen. Because I'm pretty sure you're touching a lot of lives tonight. Your story can relate to a lot of our colleagues tonight. As we all know, there's been a lot of uh, furloughs. There's been a lot of uh, layoffs that's been happening, you know. And um, sometimes you just you just got to try something. You owe it to yourself. We owe it to ourselves to give ourselves a shot at something. Definitely. Because the last thing we want is by the time we can no longer work is what? What if I did this? Yeah. Should have, could have, all of those regrets, right? So, all right. Now, I want to point out something, guys. You mentioned earlier how you got the contract, and it's through um, just a casual conversation. So you had a patient, and for whatever reason, this patient has a family that's a care coordinator within the home health agency. Am I right? No. No, not the, pa the patient doesn't have a care coordinator. Um, so the patient, this was through an agency that I was already working for, that I'm working for. Oh, the agency that you're already working for? Yes. And I was okay. just calling in the frequency and duration because it was required that I call the agency as opposed to the physician. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so the care coordinator of the agency that's taking care of that patient. Right. Yes. But I had talked to her. I've talked to her before, you know, about uh, the patient. Right. So right. the way it was not real... I wasn't really familiar, but, you know, we just kind of briefly talked before. So, right. Not like she really knew me, but. Right. So uh, this is what I call the corridor principle. All right. So had you not started your business, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have thought of asking the care coordinator. No. Exactly. So, but because you took action and started your own business mm -hmm. and you are now in a position to grow your business and get your first contract. Boom. That's suddenly, right. suddenly it clicked. You know yeah. what? Let me ask. Wouldn't hurt to ask, right? Yeah. That's right. And exactly. then it, and it was a domino effect from there. You got your first contract and there you have it. In three weeks, you now have your first contract. Exactly. Guys, I'm so proud of you. Really proud of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you inspired a lot of uh, colleagues tonight. And um, whether you're listening to us tonight through YouTube or inside the Alternative Healthcare Career Group. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask. Um, you can reach me at 972-649-9909, um, and Jennifer will post that um, number, phone number there. Text me directly at 972-649-9909, and I will personally answer your text. I will personally talk to you. And Patrice and Armand can attest to that. Didn't I talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy. Yes. Yeah, you didn't talk to someone from from China or from another country, right? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no offense from from our uh, brothers and sisters in China, but uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So, so that's what I'm trying trying to tell everyone, guys. If you text me and ask me questions, you will talk to me. I'm a colleague. I'm a PT. I'm a therapist like you. We will talk our lingo. I will show you. I will tell you 
if your situation is compatible to this business model. If it's not, at least you learn something from me, right? Okay. Yeah. One thousand okay. support. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. what from you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. So we're on the last question on this interview. Okay. I want to know what will you guys say to our colleagues that are on the fence of starting their own business? Okay. Because I'm pretty sure you had this fear in pulling the trigger. You had this fear of starting your own business, but what made you cross that barrier? Okay. What can you say to someone who's thinking right now, you know what, if Patrice and Armand can do it, why can't I? But I need to see, or I need to hear what they're going to tell me if, if I'm in front of them right now. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think what's important is a lot of times we make these choices. You can live with success or you can live with regret. And I've always been one to never want to live with regret because you only have one life. Mm -hmm. You have choices that you want to make in order to make your life more fruitful, you know, and the lives of, the, of those in your family more fruitful. And so it's worth it. It's worth it to be diligent and go for what you know. I mean, just do it. I mean, yeah, we can sit and make a whole lot of excuses, but I don't want to be on my deathbed going, I wish I would have, should have, could have, would have. You know? mm. We really wanted to just move forward. And we were looking for, you know, we found what we were looking for in you. So, I, you know, we're really thankful. So I always say, if you have some regrets, you're going to have even more regrets later when you find out that you should have took advantage of an opportunity when it was there. Amen to that. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, if we can do it, anybody can do it. Um, we've had, we have different backgrounds. We've come from many different places. And um, it's this is just a no-brainer. Um, it just makes sense to do it. If you want to be in control of your life, um, I say do it. And this gives us freedom and control. And we know it's coming. We know. So, <laughs> um, you know, we're just on, we can't even tell you what cloud we're on. But my advice to you <laughs> is to take that leap of faith. This is a man you can trust 100 he Thank has you. changed our lives already. Changed and it's just been three weeks. Three weeks. So I wow. say if you're if you're if you're entertaining a thought, just do it. As the Nike, I hate to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> just jump in because you will be so happy that you did. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Now I just thought of one more question, and we still got a lot of time. Okay. And I think we can expand more on this. Because I've come across a lot of therapists who talk to me and, you know, share with me their situation. And there's one common thing that I notice that separates the action takers and from those who don't take action. Okay. And I want you to comment on this in a little bit. The common thing that I saw is a lack of self-belief. Okay. How would how did you guys overcome that? How did you overcome the you know that self-belief 
that this is going to happen. We're going to make this happen no matter what, because this is not a walk in the park. Obviously, there will be challenges down the road. That's why you have me. I've been doing this for 17 years. And with the 17 years experience under my belt, I can tell you somehow how to solve whatever stumbling blocks or obstacles you're going to come across, right? Mm -hmm. So, but for someone who have this fear of, of starting their own business, the lack of self-belief, or sometimes they look at the money, all right? Which puzzles me because let's talk about that money issue. We spent hundreds of thousands of dollars getting our degrees, right? Yeah. And for some reason, for someone to invest you know, a small amount of money that's not even a fraction of what they paid for school to invest in themselves and start a business, they seem to think that that's a lot of money, <laughs> all right? Like, to me, if you don't see the value of starting a business for less than a fraction of what you spent in school, then you're not cut out for this, right? right? You don't see that value at all. But if you realize that what you spent in school is really nothing compared to what you're going to invest in yourself and how it can change the course of your career, then you'll see the value. It's kind of like what they call the butterfly effect, yeah. right? So had I not done this 17 years ago, I wouldn't be in my position right now, right? And I'm, I'm going to share this not to brag, but, but to share with you guys the benefits of this business and what it has done for me and my family, Okay. The number one thing that really that I'm really grateful for is our daughter who's in college right now. She's junior, University of Texas, and uh, she's taking kinesiology, and we don't have a student loan to pay. She doesn't have a student loan to pay. Can you understand how this girl's life is going to change by the time she graduates, starting fresh, clean slate, no payments, because her parents were able to pay for college, 100% cash, no debt. That's the ripple effect. That's the domino effect of starting and deciding to start a business because it's not only going to affect you, but it's going to affect your future generation. And the example that we showed to our daughter and to our son by the time he graduates in two years, guess what? They're going to carry that. And hopefully they do the same to their kids and their kids, and their kids, and future generation. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. All right. So, again, going back to that question, how do you, how do you overcome that lack of self-belief? Mm -hmm. Well, I have to, because you mentioned your children, and I have, my, I, I brought three to the marriage, and my husband brought, brought three. Um, and I have to set the example. Um, because everything in life, I'm going to tell you, you can find anything in life, most things in life, that is, nothing's easy. Nothing is totally, you know, doesn't bring about any, uh, doesn't bring about challenges. So everything that you get involved in, everything that you do, just just walking out the house and coming back in, that's a challenge, especially now, right? So, uh, you know, you have to get over that and say, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to face challenges no matter what I do. But this is something that's in my heart. This is something I want to do. And those challenges, I welcome them. I know that I'm, I'm going to have them and in this business. And that's okay. It's okay because this is something that 
is going to bring a, a, a legacy, bring about a legacy for our own children. And we're showing them the, the example of, of, of how to be free, how to be mm. uh, reap the rewards of, of starting a family business. So um, I guess, you know, for me, it, it was about, uh, you know, just weighing that life is, life is full of negativity <laughs> um, and life is full of challenges. But why not face the challenges of something that you love doing, helping people, helping, you know, bringing about, um, you know, mitigating issues for them and and eradicating their issues. So we can do this as therapists. We know this. And uh, how much how much more gratifying is it when you can do it for yourself, your business and have quality therapists that are working with you? So, um, you know, this, like I said, this, this is our passion and finding you and doing this, uh, was just a, a godsend. And, thank you. I'm humbled guys. I'm so humbled, <laughs> you know, thank you for the kind words. And Armand, you want to share something? Yes. I'm going to share a quick concept with you. When I was growing up when we were kids, we used to go to the store and get them little penny candies and we used to get them bazooka gum. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Side, yeah, and they have comics inside, yeah. I remember they used to have these little fortunes on the bottom. And I remember one I was looking at, and it said, beware of a duck in a raincoat. And I used to think, stupid. What are you talking about, beware of a duck in a raincoat? That's so stupid. So with that concept, when we think about what we do in reference to health, we got to be careful of what we put in our mouths because it affects our physical health. Mm. But the same thing, we have to be careful of what goes in our head, mm. what we watch, what we read, because there's so many negative influences that my mm. wife is talking about that bring us down. And so you have to work on yourself. You have to stay positive. You have to read positive things. You got to watch positive things. And you need to be with somebody that people that are positive. If you want to run around with pigeons, <laughs> you can't fly with the eagles. Right. So you have to be aware of your the, your spirit influence. Right. And so when my wife and I called my brother in Michigan and told him about our business, he wasn't being totally negative, but he was talking about all this difficult stuff that we was doing. And you know what? We were that those we were we were ducks in a raincoat. It hit us and it just rolled right off. It didn't affect us any of anything. We actually converted him and told him, you know what? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And he was like, Wow, that's good you guys are enthused. Because <laughs> you definitely that is awesome. You know what? We have no problem because we already work hard. So you telling me I have to work hard for a business and we only have to do it for a little bit. Once it starts growing, it grows way beyond what we can ever do. And it just take off. So That's I'm right. willing to put forth that effort. Yeah. I'm willing to go through the hard times. We're already working hard. We're already tired of working for other people and, and getting less and can't do anything because you're not being paid enough. No more. So. Go for it. Go for it. Don't Do it. listen to your family. Don't listen to the negative stuff that's out right. there. And it's a whole lot of it. You keep moving forward. Yes. That's Man, it. those are those are awesome encouragement, guys. And, you know, thank you so much for, for sharing those words. And you reminded me of this quote that I really, I really, I really love quotes, guys. And one of the quotes that I read is, the dogs may bark but the caravan moves on. 
<laughs> All right. So, guys, if you're listening tonight, be careful who you share your dreams with. Yes. All right. Because sometimes people that are negative tend to reflect their negativity on you because they can't do what you're about to do. Okay. Do not listen to someone who has not done it. You know, I've never heard a successful man that told someone, don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Never, never. You know, and one of the quotes that I, that I really love is, is this, whether you think you can or you cannot, you're absolutely right. That's right. Mm-hmm. What you put in here, like what Armand said, if you think you can, you're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. If you think you cannot, you're going to prove yourself right. You won't do it. Right. And one of the things that still puzzles me, and I'm sharing this again and again, is this. Guys, we went to therapy school, PTA, PT, OT, OTA, SLP, right? Before we applied to that program, guess what? We had to overcome that belief, that self-limiting belief. Am I going to be a therapist? Am I going to make it into the program? Am I going to pass the exam once I, I sit down for the licensure? Right? Mm-hmm. We had that belief. Right. We had that grit to make it happen. Why not use the same grit? Why not use the same self-belief to move forward beyond school and do something for yourself? Do something for your family. Why did it have to stop when you graduated? Why did it have to stop when you found a job? Okay. If you're someone listening tonight and you can't find that grit again, I want you to look into that. Look into your past. The, the, the trials and errors you went through, the fire you went through, blood, sweat, and tears while you were in school. Find that grit again. Find that courage again. Okay. Rise up. Get up. Make it happen. All right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Great. All right. Guys, I want to thank you again for joining me tonight. Um, if you guys are listening uh, through Facebook, Alternative Healthcare Career Group, and YouTube channel, again, if you want to grab the videos on how to do this business, you can grab it at uh, rehabpreneur.com forward slash Mike Chua. And there's, there's uh, four videos in there. And um, if you want to talk to me, Reach out to me, text me directly, 972-649-9909. I'm probably only one of the few coaches that gives his number, right? Mm-hmm. 972-649-9909. Reach out to me, and I'll talk to you. So, again, thank you for joining us tonight. This wraps up this show. I thank you guys for joining me. We will be in touch, and I can't wait to interview you guys again down the road and share with us your progress, how you're doing. And um, I'm sure a lot of our colleagues will learn further from your story. Okay. Thank you so much. Awesome. And with that, I will leave our viewers with another quote. Those who don't want to take risk work for those who do. Thank you for joining us tonight at the Home Health Contract Show. This is Bert DeVera, physical therapist, your host. Good night. Good night. Good night. (laughs)